Welcome to this episode of the Bust the Mid podcast. I'm your host, Pastor William Tyson, uh, Woodlawn Baptist Church, founder of Bust Them In. And uh, our podcast is designed to support and help and give insight uh, to the bus ministry. Bust Them In is a ministry of Woodlawn Baptist Church and supported by churches uh, and individuals across America. Uh, our vision is simple uh, to help new churches get in the bus ministry. We've been able to donate many buses over these last years, as well as helping bus kids with um, scholarships for Bible college bus workers as well. Uh, but the focus of the vision of Bust Them In and this podcast is to provide insight, instruction, and testimonies around the bus ministry. Our guest today is my good friend, Shank Sagar. Brother Shank was our bus director uh, for around 15 years and did a great job while he was here. And um, recently, the Lord moved him to Oklahoma, and uh, we're not bitter about that, but uh, he's, he is in Oklahoma and serving the Lord there at Maranatha Baptist Church. So, Shank, thank you for joining us today. And I uh, just wanted to begin by just asking you to share your testimony and uh, how the Lord used the bus ministry to reach you and, and your connection with the bus ministry over the years. Thanks, Pastor. Um, so I am a bus kid. I was eight years old when Woodlawn Baptist Church bus ministry picked me up. Brother Bob was my bus captain. Um, my background is a little bit different than most because my parents are Hindus. Um, so they still are of that faith and uh, they still believe in that. So at eight years old, um, they picked me up, got on the bus. Um, Brother Bob was a crazy young man at that time. He's still crazy today. Yep. Uh, so he just took me in. Um, we had junior church. That first Sunday, I won a big bag of popcorn that they were giving as a quiet sea prize and participation. And their truce was just Brother Jack. Uh, he just passed away. He was just a tremendous man for a long time. I've listened to a lot of his sermons and he just spoke the word of God and, and I accepted him as eight years old into my heart. Um, ever since then, I was on the bus every morning. Unfortunately, I was uh, still under my parents' um, authority. So I was in church every morning and temple every night for till I was 18 years old. Um, and then I made some decisions that I was going to serve God full time. Came to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night faithfully. Uh, and, you know, the bus ministry is big. When I turned 18, I got my CDL was able to drive the bus as soon as I can, you know, get it, be able to. And it was uh, a blessing to drive the same bus that Brother Bob picked me up for a short period of time. And at 25, Pastor, uh, Pastor Ron Fenwick asked me to be the bus director. Uh, it, it is a, um, it was an honor, but, you know, I was thinking there's a lot of people that have a lot more uh, education and more, uh, years in there and I'm just learning. But he put me in that position and there was a lot of people there that was helping me. We were able to do a lot with the buses, but I can tell you, you know, God is in it in every which way. And a lot of this, you know, me being a bus kid, I see it in a different way than most others because if it wasn't for the bus ministry, I wouldn't be here today. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, Brother Shank and I have much in common. We're, we were both uh, bus kids saved through the ministry of Woodlawn Baptist Church and um, put in a position uh, that was humbling 
you know, Brother Shank as the bus director leading um, our heroes, you know, men and women who have been serving for decades and um, same here, becoming pastor. It's just, uh, it's very humbling. And, uh, but Shank, you did a great job and I know you're still doing a great job. And I wanted to get some insight from you uh, to help those that are listening. And um, there are many folks listening to this podcast that are new to the bus ministry. Some have been in the bus ministry for a long time, uh, but it's important that we all continue to uh, sharpen uh, our skills and to get insight. And I wanted to ask you about a couple of, we'll call it topics relating to the bus ministry that as I observed you being bus director here, uh, that you did a great job of helping motivate not only um, not only the bus kids, but the workers around promotions. And there's a lot of criticism out there about promotions. And I always tell folks, listen, promotions got, kept, uh, got me coming, um, uh, but ultimately Jesus kept me coming. And, um, and so talk to us a little bit about your philosophy about promotions and maybe some ideas that you can share uh, with uh, bus captains and bus directors uh, around promotions that work. Sure, Pastor. I think the biggest thing is most people think giving away something is called like we're bribing the kids. Is that the word that most people say? Um, bribery is only things that you do something negative. If you're trying to get somebody to do something inappropriate. Yeah. Um, I think candy and uh, giving away items and stuff like that are always a blessing because kids, they, they are just a kid. I remember when I was 18 and, you know, eight years old being picked up, you know, brother Bob would take me to 7-Eleven. I'll be the last kid on the bus. I remember those times because he would get me a little 20 ounce, you know, diet soda, Coke, whatever it was. He would just do that for me. And that meant a lot to me as a young kid that somebody invested in me. Yeah. I think a lot of these ideas and a lot of these things that we do is an investment. Um, when we talk about programs and, and giveaways, a lot of this, you will never, I had a good friend of mine tell me this, you will never get enough blessings for giving to the bus kids. Um, the things that you do, I mean, the bus ministry as a bus captain, not everybody has a budget. Not everybody has, you know, the funds to do a lot, but you can do as yourself. If you give your true heart to these kids, God will reap you in rewards. So some of the promotions that we try to do on a program on the kids is, you know, candy, when you go out visiting and you go door to door and you have a little bit of candy in your pocket, it goes a long way. Um, it kind of opens doors for parents. It lets them know, hey, look, do you mind if I give your child some candy? I have some in there. That gives you the way. Um, some of the things that we do to do promotions on the bus is boys versus girls. A lot of these, you know, they get excited about doing activities versus boys versus girls. Yeah. Some bus routes separate boys and girls on different sides of the bus, depending on their situations. Um, we try to do that here because it just makes it a lot easier to kind of get the kids excited and things like yeah. that. Um, we try to do, we plan ahead. So the biggest thing is you can't not be prepared for some of the promotions on the bus. You have to plan this ahead not the week before, but months ahead of time, because a lot of the stuff that you are asking for, God will provide. I have found that out many, many times. Um, 
the things that you want to promote, some of the things you can promote is just bringing their Bibles. You know, a piece of candy for a Bible goes a long way. Or memorizing a Bible verse. I remember when I was in junior church and I was a kid, Brother Jack would always give us a bag of, you know, a potato chips, hot fries. He loved to give away hot fries. Mm -hmm. And those made a big deal. So we would memorize a Bible verse. It doesn't take a lot for a kid to feel loved. And yeah. I think the biggest thing is every bus captain has a different personality. And it's not about giving them everything. Because I can tell you these, these kids have a PS5 right about now <laughs> on the floor of a, ba you know, in their room with five other kids, but they have that PS5. You cannot outdo what their parents are going to do. But what you can do is by the little things you do, you give them excitement. Food goes a long way. You can spend less than $20 a week to feed 40 kids. Yeah. And if you need ideas, there'll be plenty about their pasture knows a bunch of them. And so can I, but, you know, doing nachos or hot dogs, they don't take a lot of money. It just takes the time and the heart. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, first, if you're listening, you know, create a budget, uh, create a budget, uh, share your desires with your workers, even your church and um, folks will step up and want to sponsor a week or take care of things. And, um, you know, and to Shank's point, you know, those little things create a connection. You know, I remember when I got on the bus, 1983, the promotion, it was the beginning of the year, it was in January. And my bus captain, Brother Chuck Webb said, you know, anyone who comes to church, uh, perfect attendance will, I'll, I'll take you at the end of the year, I'll take you to McDonald's and you can eat all you can eat. Um, you know, all that is doing is creating a habit, a behavior, and it's given an incentive to uh, create a good habit in someone, you know, bringing your Bible, celebrating that and dressing up for church and giving God your best and perfect attendance and all of these things. You know, these promotions are nothing more than to draw the crowd, um, but you'll never keep the crowd with promotions. You'll keep them by connecting with uh, young people and families, uh, they recognize that you care about their child, you love them, you love their family, you're interested in them, uh, you begin to know them in a, a personal way. And uh, so don't hesitate to create a spring or a fall campaign, which we'll be talking about on some other podcasts, but don't, don't hesitate to have a promotion, uh, to get some visitors there, to bring a friend, to bring a parent, um, because ultimately this is about sharing the gospel with folks and um, whatever we can do that's good uh, to get them in the seat is well worth that investment. Let me move on, Shank, and talk to you a little bit about the program on the bus. I know from my observation and just watching you, you've always had a connection with kids and they've, uh, they respond, especially teenagers, they respond to you. And I know a lot of that is you identify with them but talk to us a little bit about programs. We know, and you've said it before, if you don't have a program, um, they will. Uh, and so uh, talk to us about the importance of having a program on the bus, maybe a little bit of the differences in the program on the way to church uh, and on the way home. Thanks, Pastor. I think the biggest thing is, like Pastor says, and I'm a big proponent, if you don't have a program, on the bus, they will have a program for you. Um, and I think a lot of our problems with kids during the services 
is because they've been riled up doing their own program before they get to church. So a lot of the things that we're trying to talk about, it varies based on bus routes. Right. You have to time your bus routes. You have to know how long it goes from point A to B, number one. If your route takes 15 minutes, you have to plan a route for 50, you have to plan a program for 15 minutes. If it takes 45 minutes, you have to plan out the 45 minutes. You cannot plan this the day of. You have to think about this before. You have to know how long a song takes. You have to know <clears throat> how many songs you're gonna sing. You're gonna know what kind of lesson you're gonna teach. Just because you're not a Sunday school teacher or the youth pastor or the bus director doesn't mean you don't have an avenue to teach these kids. Right. As a bus captain, you are able to lead them and they will listen to you because to them, you are their father figure. You are their role model. You are the ones that they took care of them with the word love. And I think that most people don't seem to understand each personality. I, I've, I don't like to speak in public sometimes, but that doesn't mean that I can't use that outlet to teach these kids. So I always have a few songs. I always have treats to give away. I always have a lesson that we can discuss. Um, and then I always have, you know, a way, a few songs at the end to calm them down so that they're ready for the church service that morning. Um, I have seen, you can tell the minute you walk into a church service, if you're in junior church or a super church or, or a teen class or adult class, you can see the ones that are rowdy and misbehaving because that's what they did on the bus before they got there. Right, right. Um, and so those are the things you have to do on the way back on the bus route. Those are when you do games. Um, simple games like taking a balloon, having the kids blow up two balloons and going over under in the bus seats and popping the balloon in the back of the seat, you know, or doing Bible Jeopardy or Bible trivia. Um, right. You know, a lot of these things where they can do sword drills if, if they're into that level, but you have to get the kids involved. And it, there may not get everybody involved. I usually try to put the ones that don't want to get involved in the front. They kind of get, they, you know, every, every bus route has where every kid wants to be in the back of the seat. Right, they right. want to be in the back row. They want to be everywhere in the back. And so usually the ones in the back don't like to participate. But then you get, if you as a bus captain move around, you get them involved. Um, you usually get the trouble, like the, the trouble kids, usually they're not trouble. They usually just have a hard life that you can't imagine what they go through. Yeah, You've never been in their situations. So a lot of the times we want to just, we, we cross them off when they may be the next bus director, or they may be the next pastor if we just give them a little bit of time, give them direction, give them, hey, talk to them one-on-one. -on -one. But a program is so important. Songs, getting them in the spirit, getting them, you know, a lesson that you can discuss if you're, and the last thing I would tell people, the program starts the minute the kid gets on the bus. It doesn't start when everybody gets picked up. You should be yeah. able to talk to these kids. You should be able to work with these kids and you should be able to create something that you can do, maybe sing a song, maybe just ask them how their day is, maybe try to get their birthday. A yeah. lot of this is, they just need that connection. They need to know that you care about them. I have seen many captains over my years, I've seen many bus workers and pastor, you probably can see the same thing, where they just pick them up and they haven't said a word to their kids. Yeah. And then they, they try to do a program. And honestly, you ask me, you know, how a bus grows, it grows with it those kids are going to invite you the next people. And if they feel excited, they're going to want to have other kids to come. Yeah. I, I think um, take that opportunity 
um, as people are getting on the bus to make that personal connection, maybe have that extra conversation. And remember when the kids are getting on the bus, you're preparing them uh, for church. You're getting them ready to hear the preaching of the word of God. We want to see our bus kids receive Christ as savior and you're preparing their heart. Uh, Just like we would at the beginning of a service, we are singing and, 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 you know, worshiping the Lord. And so kids need to do the same thing, preparing them. And then when you're taking them home, that's when you have the more exciting things and you want them to leave that bus excited about coming back. And as Shank said, to bring, bring somebody with you next week. And that's when to talk about and rile them up, if you will, to get them excited about bringing somebody. Um, And so uh, thank you, Shank, for those words of insight. And, you know, as we close, I will just tell you this. Um, Don't look down on your bus kids because they may be your bus director someday. They may be your pastor. They may be somebody that um, is in leadership. And even, even if not, these bus kids and folks that ride our buses um, are the church. They're not uh, some silo. Um, Our kids and our youth and our church are not the next church. They are the church right now. And as Shank alluded to, they will, they can reach people that you can never reach. They can bring people to church that you don't know, and they have connections in the community that you don't have. And um, so use your promotions and that connection that you have with the children and the program on the bus. Um, a good promotions and a good program um, will help grow your bus route. And uh, I've watched Shank do it over the years. Every place that he's gone with routes has grown. And um, we need to clone Brother Shank. If we could do that, we could, <laughs> we could do even better. But Shank, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate your friendship. And, hey, Pastor, uh, your... one quick yep. thought. I need yep. to let you go. Um, I always tell people, put yourself in those bus kids' shoes. Yeah. And I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, because you used to pick me up for a long time. And there will be times where you have that one-on-one moment with that kid that adult, that teenager. But if you don't put yourself in their shoes, why are you on that bus route in the first place? Because I can tell you this, when you know for a fact, and you've seen it where people tell you, well, your parents are Hindus. How did you get saved? All it took was somebody that just had the enthusiasm to invite me to church and didn't care what color I was, didn't care what ethnicity I was, didn't care what religion I was before. They just took me in and they just loved me. And I think most people don't seem to understand you don't have to have a great personality to be a bus director, bus leader, bus worker. You just have to have that heart. Yeah. It's just about a desire. It's about being yielded to the Lord and who knows what um, or how God will use you when you say yes. And um, I have found that when you say yes to the Lord, He gives you the power that you need, the wisdom that you need, the insight that you didn't have before, but he gives it to you now. And uh, I've observed that with Brother Shank. And um, Brother Shank, if somebody has a question for you, is there a good way to email you or reach out to you that you could share with us? Yeah, phone calls probably won't work. But uh, (laughs) if you email me, (laughs) if you email me, um, it's Shank, S-H-A-N-K, 
the letter N, Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, at gmail.com. And I'll be more than happy to answer any questions people have. Thank you for that. And if, if Bust Them In can help you, uh, reach out to bustthemin at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter uh, or Facebook and social media. And of course, uh, I encourage you to like and subscribe to this podcast and uh, you'll get notifications of future podcasts. Uh, and hopefully this has been a blessing to you today. Again, Shank, thank you for your friendship. Thank you for joining us today. We'll talk to you soon.